0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 10 of the We Ain't Broke podcast. I am your co-host, Alex Agan alongside Chase Glosson.
1: Another one. Number 10. Number let's 10, go. baby.
0: We're drinking not the champagne of beers, but the champagne of Mexican beers with Modelo. And oh, it's yeah. only appropriate. Yeah. This episode is going to be, a, I would assume, a little bit shorter because we are not going to be really discussing chase and I's story too much in terms of a linear timeline or even too thematically, we're going to break it up. Um, one, we're going to go over our homework assignments that chase gave us, uh, last week. And two, we're going to talk about the future of this podcast and what you the listener can expect moving forward, uh, in terms of format and, uh, uh the timing that the the podcast is released. We'll get back
1: to us, but we want to, we want to learn more about you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You and, and others that have stories that are worth worth sharing. So without further ado, um, Chase, do you have any, any kind of story that or interesting thing, uh, that, that we could kind of introduce this podcast with before we jump into homework assignment? Really
1: just the significance of today. So, um, I mean, for for people that are into sports and into baseball, um, a, a big legend passed away in Hank Aaron. And not only was he a great baseball player who broke Babe Ruth's home run record, he also was a, a very prominent civil rights activist in the Atlanta area. Um, and it, it kind of struck a chord with me today because when I was in fourth grade, I actually did a biography on him mm. um, in third grade. In my third and fourth grade um, class, my third grade class, I did a biography on Martin Luther King. And then I followed it up with um, Hank Aaron the next year. And it and those two projects were projects that my mom actually helped me with. So, again, I, I know I've talked about this before about how like how conscious my mom was of making sure my brother and I went out um, into areas that, you know, weren't predominantly white. Right. And, and really trying to, to show you know what other places look like and show that diversity um so being able to really reflect on that today was pretty um i was pretty emotional uh just knowing you know the, having those memories and and knowing the significance of you know what this guy really represented uh in our country
0: that's awesome and that's and that's a great shout out we just had mlk day um, I also actually did a project on MLK my second grade year, but, and it was one of those um, projects where you make the poster and you draw the person then you cut out your face and then you put your face through it, and that was the first time I <laughs> learned about blackface and how bad it would wow, be. Why you to learned do it. about it in second grade? Well, because wow. I was like, why I, don't I because, just <laughs> because like as a second grader, I'm like, oh, it's all about civil rights and like black movement. Like, should I? put brown marker on my face and my mom was like no 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 no, 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 no you no. don't do Jeez. that no, you no, do not no. do that and so but it i mean it it just showed like um the the importance of the civil rights movement the importance of these prominent black figures of uh, moving forward and yeah. and you know um gaining an understanding as a country of how we can heal and I think that's also prominent that we just had a very important inauguration. Yeah. Um, I I won't go into it because this is not a political podcast, but uh, all I could say is I hope for four years of healing uh, for sure on all sides. I yep. hope we come together. Uh, Republican, Democrat, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. You know, I hope it's a good four years of, of coming together. Yep. Yeah. So that being said, that was a great shout out. Uh, we had a homework assignment by our co-host here Chase Clausen. do you want to remind the listeners who what what that assignment was
1: yeah, so um, the homework assignment that was due today was if you could um, talk to your younger self um, you know go back in time and, and really talk to the younger version of you um, at an important like yeah at, at a you know if they or, or even if it's before. Um, a significant moment, you know, what would you tell them and what age is this person? So we can kind of time travel with you.
0: And uh, we actually got a response uh, from that uh, question. We had a listener who wanted to stay anonymous, but she was inspired to share this letter with us uh, in, in the podcast and with the listener of a letter that she wrote to herself at a point of, kind of uh trouble and and was mentally struggling to uh, move forward and she took this opportunity this is probably three three years ago or so wrote a letter to herself essentially not not necessarily addressing exactly what the question is of what would you say to your younger self but addressing the question to herself in that day and and trying to help her get through this tough time. So I would love to open up the homework assignment with this letter. Cause I yeah. think it's uh, very inspiring and it, and it shows what, how effective love uh, self love can have yeah. on, on yourself. So let me pull that up really quick. And again, I'm going to keep this anonymous. So uh, she starts off the, with the letter with dear anonymous. I want to start off by saying that you are the most incredible woman. You are filled with happiness so much that it overflows and spills into everyone else's cups. You hold a heart that's so pure with instant to love and be loved, and its elasticity to stretch love and bounce back from pain is one of your most beautiful qualities. You have felt heartbreak and so painful, it should have killed you, but you took it and turned it into a foundation that cannot be shook. Pain holds no feet over you as you turn it into the roots that help you grow. You have made mistakes, some that you are still learning to forgive yourself for, but this makes you a flawless human and that... And that is beautiful. I hope you never forget your strength as it is so delicate yet immense and is the true essence of your beauty. I hope you share your heart with those close to you, but I hope you are selective in who you trust with your whole heart as the... Holder should find you as stunningly beautiful as you see yourself. I want you to know of how proud I am of everything you've accomplished already. You've overcome so many obstacles and still believe the best in the world and refuse to let anyone believe in any negativity. I hope you put fears aside and follow your passion and heart wherever it takes you in this crazy, beautiful life. Love yourself. So it, it's, it's a little different from what the homework assignment was, but I think it's such a beautiful ode and importance to show that the ultimate kindness should that you offer should be to yourself first.
1: It should start from within.
0: It starts with within. And from that, just like this listener says, that kindness can lead to happiness within yourself that can overflow into other mm-hmm. people's cups. I love the way she says that. Yeah. Where if you are filled with joy self-love and and content and you could offer yourself um you could offer a sense of respect a sense of forgiveness within yourself then it's easier to reflect that onto others yeah if you feel that within yourself
1: yeah i was gonna say and it like just observing what this person said talking about how the love and joy fills somebody else up i mean Yeah, you have to really love yourself in order to really put it out there. And I mean, also just the fact that we were able to get someone that was really interested and invested in doing this, because I mean, when's the last time you wrote something to yourself? When's the last time you gave yourself some kind of, you know, self-affirmation?
0: Well, I think I do um, every once in a while when I'm really feeling vulnerable or I really feel like I need it. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that uh, it's something that I think of, and I don't think it's probably something that's very common, but I've found some sort of self-healing and self-therapy within it, and every time I do do it, it's so impactful and so meaningful. They, she wanted to stay anonymous because she never intended anybody to hear this, but she felt inspired yeah. by the podcast, yeah. inspired by the homework assignment. It's awesome. And she wanted to share... Hey, this really helped me. Yeah. You know,
1: well, you mentioned that you've done it, um, in times of need. I'm going to kind of challenge you to try and do that when you're almost at your highest point. Yeah. Right. Like when you're in this state where you feel like nothing can knock you down. Um, so that way when you're in your lowest point, you can, you get to kind of see the perspective. Of when you were at your highest and vice versa. Yeah. I think that little balance could be a really helpful um exercise.
0: So funny you say that. Matthew McConaughey was on the Joe Rogan podcast the other day. And the other day it was a few months ago now. Uh, but he actually talks about that and how he writes um the good and the good of every day or the bad of every day. Yeah. And he can go through and be like he specifically talks about the good things. It's like, oh man, like I'm thinking this. I'm thinking that when he's having bad, when he's having a bad time or whatever, and he could go back on his journal essentially that he has and be like, How, "What were you thinking when you were really clicking? What were you thinking when you were mm-hmm. feeling like the man? Yeah, you know, what were the thoughts that were going through your head?" And I think I agree. I think it's a great uh, tool that I would love to incorporate um, just so it's easy to write when you're sad. Yeah. I think it's easy to write when the world doesn't seem right. And it's harder to settle down and sit and be like, well, life is really good right now. Instead of just living it mm-hmm. write down. Why it's yeah. good. Write down what your mentality yeah. is. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, or maybe you live it and, and you reflect on it a day later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's awesome. That was yeah. really well written. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. And, and thank you to that listener for, for submitting that. It's it, it, it Makes us feel better, too, that people are, are um, l- listening to us and and responding, you know, yeah. and, and feeling the need to reach out and, and share intimate moments that they have within their own lives. Right. So, Chase, um, you also accomplished your homework. You, I did. You, you got a... I
1: did my homework. You did your homework. <clears throat> yeah. So um,
0: So let's start off first by who you're talking to what age awesome what's going on
1: yeah i'm talking to chase on his 18th birthday so um, so this
0: would have been july
1: this would have been july 6th um at eastern oregon i mean i almost just like want to like create a space of where i would probably be talking to him in the living room um, Okay. and you know i lived in a dorm with pretty much there was four rooms to that dorm we had like you know a living space and I could pretty much imagine myself talking to myself in in the living room and the significance of the 18th birthday is really because the next day I would find out um, about my dad so really wanted to to put it into perspective so Chase here you are it's been quite the year for you In fact, it's still a year filled with many questions and a huge weight of concern. Your father is still missing. Soon you will get the news that you've prepared for for a while. Even before he went missing, you and your brother both knew. It was waiting to happen. This isn't about him, though. This is about you. You've had a whirlwind of thoughts and emotions this year, and it still hasn't stopped. This will go down as the most difficult year of your life. You will be rock bottom. You will wonder why it had to be you. But that is all out of your control. Right now, I just want you to know how proud of you I am. You've gone through some dark places, and yet you still seek a positive light. You still try and aim for the positive in everything, and you'll see that this mindset will take you far in life. You have an amazing growth mindset about yourself, and you continue to strive for the better. This will pay off for you. Just get through this darkness first. I'll keep this message simple for you now. You've endured so much, and you will continue to do so. Continue to find the best in people. When you hear the news tomorrow, you will, start writing your, your, you will start writing the story of your own journey. So much of the past was out of your control. Tomorrow is the start of your beginning. That's beautiful. And, um,
0: and so much of it, when we go through my, I think we'll... The connections will be obvious, but putting those pieces back together, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Start. You're able to write your own journey. Yeah, you're able. You something is about to happen to you, and it's funny because I also wrote from the perspective right before. Yeah, something's about to happen to you, and you the everything is going to shatter. And how do you not rewrite but continue on the story of what your life is going to be? Yeah, and I think that's. That's wonderful.
1: I just had this like little like matrix, red pill, blue pill moment, just as you were talking about that. And like this, this is it. It's tomorrow you will get the news. Like Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen. And now this is your decision. You know, do you want to continue to have the same framework and mindset that will get you out of this or, you know?
0: And it's something we talked about in previous episodes too, where you had the option to continue down a path of uh, not being good at school and and uh, partaking in um, pleasures that weren't necessarily good for you in, in terms of progress, and you chose to move forward from that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, – And I think that's well reflected and it's something that you've practiced in in real life. And obviously, it's what brought you here today.
1: Yeah. Um, Besides that being your birthday, is there a reason you chose the day before Um, instead of like hours after uh, learning about? Well, because I was already going through it and I almost wanted to. To kind of use this moment as like, you're already in this space, but you also kind of have to prepare for what's to come versus being right after or even being right before when you haven't even experienced any of it. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to kind of find a way to to do both Um, before, like, yeah, you know, what's to come with my mom is obviously terrible, but I'm still living under a roof with my dad still around Mm -hmm. whereas this is very much a situation where I'm at school by myself you know and I figured that this could almost be a better way of like starting a very serious and important conversation but also being able to to really empathize and try and build myself up for the next day Mm -hmm. yeah so um
0: for, for my homework assignment, I also, like I said, talked to a 24-year-old Alex right before um, my trip to Mexico for Thanksgiving. And the reason why, to answer your question for me, Ty, of why I decided to do it before, was because 24-year-old me, 24 is a weird age, where you Kobe. really— yeah. Kobe, Kobe part two. Sorry, this is the okay. Kobe, Kobe part two episode. Another eight
1: twenty
0: 24. <laughs> 24 is a weird age where you, st- for for those who go to college, maybe, maybe people experience it earlier if they graduate and start work from high school and they start working right away. Maybe it's something that you realize early. But if you graduate from college and then start work, 24 seems to be the age where you are leaving adolescence behind officially and you start to see the path of what your adulthood is going to look like and for me it was this strange haziness i remember the months leading into this to my injury everything kind of felt just like it, like i said like it was in a haze I was in a relationship with uh, with a woman at the time and things were going okay, but they weren't great. And a major focus of mine was to make that work smoothly. Um, on top of, I was also making moves to push forward in my career, which is with with a tech company, the the same company that I worked at. And this is going to make it sound bad, but it was also kind of, in pursuing, furthering my career in the tech world, I was kind of succumbing to the the comfort that the tech world offered in terms of security. You know, I, I it was a job that um, paid me enough to live uh, in a on my own, and it offered benefits that would take care of me. But it was giving up. At the same time on my previous dream, which is to work in the creative world, specifically what I I I graduated with an advertising degree and in itself, advertising was also kind of a compromise in itself, because when I was in high school, I wanted to be in film and like be in that world, not necessarily as like a creative lead, but just be surrounded by creative people making something that I thought was super cool. Look you at you know? now mm-hmm. and look at making me Making
1: your 10th episode. 10th episode
0: of, of a podcast. So I, I have learned, I've learned to compromise in itself. You know, I still work in the tech world and that is uh, for a company that I truly trust. And, and I do love for the way they treated me and have been able to provide for me and, and, and my ability to leave. And I've adapted a, a hobby of sorts that, is, that does fulfill that creative endeavor that, that I like. But um, really, at, overall, I was at the precipice of deciding what my adult li- adult life was going to be. And now I am heading off to Mexico to a timeshare that's been in my family for a long time that was the result of my father and his father, my grandfather's, um, work, you know, they, they, they had steady jobs that provided for them. And because of that, we were able to, um, enjoy a luxury that other, that most are, are not able to afford. And that was, and it was just this weird thing. You know, I was just totally in a haze. So my letter again is, to myself right before I go um, on this vacation. Letter. Hey, younger me, you're at a tipping point in life. I know, I remember. I remember the haze. I remember the realization that after college, progress has to be sought after, not scripted through a course list or a syllabus and that the days and months without that progress feel like life becomes stagnant. It's a numbing feeling, and to be honest, I still get that feeling today. I bet it's a feeling that will follow us throughout life. It's a common enemy that must be fought alone. I know that at 24, you've convinced yourself that you've chosen your path, and although it's not what you dreamed of, the alternative is scary, and not worth the risk but in a couple days everything is going to change. The Alex Agan you have constructed, the image you have created, and the issues you face are going to be shredded. You're going to have to pick up the pieces and arrange them again, this time through a new lens. You're going to see that among these fragmented remnants of what your life is today, more and more shit is going to be added to this pile. You're going to have to decide how to reconstruct your life, bolstering what has made you proud of you, and accepting hardships as mountains that only you can conquer. Progress no longer will just be defined by vocation, and success will not be solely in the form of a nuclear family. You will have to make progress for yourself. It's not selfish. It's critical. And the people who actually matter will praise you for it and love you deeper. I wish we knew this before our lives turned upside down. Shit, I wish we knew this back in 7th grade. But all of that doesn't matter now. And over the next year and for the rest of your life, you're going to have to look inward. Make the steps to improve who we are and lose the fear that at any point we could end up alone. Those who matter will always be there. And there are a lot more of them than you even know. We will never be alone. Appreciate those around you for being there and focus all of your effort on improving, taking steps towards maturity and inner peace. The paths that seem the scariest are often the only way to meaning and happiness. Now is not the time to settle. Now is the time to conquer. Hugs and kisses, 29-year-old you. (laughs) Damn, But I mean, it's, it's something I, as I was writing this, it's kind of funny. As I was writing this, I questioned whether I was actually writing to 24 year old me or 29 year old me. It's mm-hmm. something that I have to deal with. You know, I mm-hmm. settling is a really scary thing and it happens a lot, especially when you become an adult. Yeah. When you don't, when there is not a clear path for you to progress, when you're not going from 10th grade to freshman year of college or you're not going from seventh grade to eighth grade or whatever it is where there is a clear well-defined path of progress you have to create that on your own trauma or not it's just what it is trauma i think has brought that out of me of realizing like oh my gosh like nothing has happened in three years you know obviously a lot does but but if you're not creating those steps for yourself, then you're not getting better. Or at least you won't feel like you're getting yeah. better.
1: Well, that's interesting that like, I mean, most people think like that when it comes to a career is this idea of career progression. Like what is my next step? Um, and, you know, I have obviously some goals of my own within the company with regards to career progression, but there's always, there's, there's this other um, element where, you know, I, I know I want to be here, right so like I've already cut out half the amount of jobs that are already you know that are out there more than half and so it, it's interesting that you were so fixated on this idea of career progression versus looking at the current job as this beautiful thing that allows flexibility for yeah. you know other creative outlets like what we're doing now, which yeah. is really interesting
0: and 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 I think um. Career progression, I think, is a good example of where I was at at that time at 24. And I've been able and I think what I've come to realize is that it's not just career progression, but it's also personal progression. Um, I have to come up with so many more goals for myself now Mm -hmm. and no one's going to tell me what those are. Only I can can define that.
1: And well, now I want to know what your goals
0: are. Well, we kind of talked about independence and and this or that. They could be small goals. They could be big goals. They can be just checkpoints along the way. And it's weird when it's not written out for you. Mm -hmm. Or it's more challenging, I should say. And it's something that I have to think about often and something I didn't think about then. Uh, And I wish I could have prepared myself earlier to be more self-sufficient, even as a seventh grader yeah. of stop worrying about being alone. Stop worrying about scaring away people when you should really focus on yourself and how you're progressing as a human, because the people around you that really matter, that, that will be there for the long run, will see that and love you even deeper yeah. because of how you're developing as a person. And I think often I get too caught up still today on what other people think or, yeah, you know, don't leave me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's something I have to let go every once in a while and be like, okay, you know, this month I'm, I'm accomplishing this goal. I'm going to go and, and, and figure this out for myself because I'll be a better
1: person because of it. Yeah. Physically, mentally, whatever. So, I loved it. I actually thought that you were like a valedictorian speaking to a class for a brief moment. Um, hey, high
0: school's out there. You yeah, need me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you talked about this idea of worry, which obviously we all have, right? We worry about things to come. And a good friend actually brought this up recently because him and I talk a lot about meditating and we talk a lot about just trying to be in a space to help us for the future and he brought up the famous michael jordan quote which is like why why worry about a shot i haven't taken
0: mm-hmm. you, you miss 100 like, percent of the shots that you don't take Like
1: why like why create create that for yourself it's unnecessary it's not yeah. healthy and but yeah you were i don't I, take, i'm just trying to find a way to throw that in there because no, you're yeah, talking yeah. so no, much it's, about it's, this it's, uh, the idea of worry and worrying about the future
0: and worrying right. about Worry, uh, and I think the worry for me is, if I focus too interpersonally, then I'm going to ignore or um, sacrifice the relationships that mean so much to me. Yeah, and really, it couldn't be further from the truth. Appreciate and love those around you, but if you're not working on yourself, you're not, you're not more attractive to your friends or your significant other or whatever, because you become a little more hollow maybe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and again, like I still, I still deal with that. I still get too caught up and I have to pause and think about what is important for me to be, um, the best person that I can be.
1: So when you say you pause what like what exactly do you do?
0: Usually involves just a sleepless night of being like all these worries about yeah. what I'm not doing like we so all you have like, like, like we an, all an anxious do. mind. Yeah. yeah yeah, an anxious mind and and that'll usually spawn some sort of action which is not necessarily I was going to say but, but what's
1: the action? Like what do you I guess what do you do to kind of well, help help with the the worried mind? It depends on what I
0: feel like is missing. Uh whether it's a physical thing that I need to do whether it's certain habits that I need to kick, or um, whether it's just a sense of overall general laziness that I need to overcome, uh, I th- I think that's probably the most common. Honestly, mm-hmm. is is how do I get rid of this laziness and what can I do to to feel more um, involved in my own life?
1: Nice. So, yeah. so it sounds like the next episode, the next workshop is to for you to talk to the lazy you <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i think i kind of am at that point. yeah
0: but yeah i it, hey
1: kid get up you're lazy <laughs> yeah yeah
0: exactly get on out of bed um so yeah that that that's really who i was trying to speak to but speaking of next workshop should we discuss kind of what the future of this podcast yeah, is gonna do look, look like do it man would you like to introduce well okay let me let me do this first moving forward yeah we are shifting to an every other week podcast Call it bi-monthly i've improperly said bi-weekly many times we too Ty, the producer two oops. episodes a week dude. not <laughs> two, a lot of a week. two hours each yeah and doing the opposite two we n-a-m-s. are switching to an every other week <laughs> podcast because we are going to start. We are going to start incorporating interviews with other people that have interesting short stories that we find inspiring, and we would like to um, talk with them yeah. on on, uh, on the podcast. That's going to require a little more uh, time and effort on our side. Now, I also don't want to. Um, worry the listeners that now after they've heard our stories that we're just going to stop talking yep, about our own progress. Yeah, we've barely That'll,
1: talked about after our event. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: We'll have many episodes where it's just chase and I, or maybe it's chase and I and significant people in our lives. A la Claudia, maybe, maybe Ty, maybe may, so Ty God, might be able up. to speak every once in a while if we like let him loose. But, uh, those episodes will still happen. Yeah. But we want to make sure that Uh, we are giving you the most accurate representation of what we want this podcast to be. And some of that includes other people's stories and that requires a little bit more time and getting our story out once a week was important at the start because we wanted the listener, you guys to know where we're coming from. What's our background? How are we approaching, um, these interviews like what's the lens that we see this through Mm -hmm. uh and so that's why it was important to this point but i mean
1: and really like right after we finished the first one we pretty much had a vision of where we wanted to take it and there are so many amazing people out there that have these you know crazy stories and obviously fantastic uh outcomes to these wild stories and and we want to be able to highlight the importance of obviously the 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 highs but obviously the lows too um we want to be able to enter that space with these people and i mean i also just really want to give them praise you know for being able to overcome that they deserve to be heard and also i mean think about how much praise we've gotten in in all of the episodes that we've done and all these people reaching out um and i yeah i want to continue to pay it forward so with that being said, I wanna introduce you to our guest. So Angela Nicole Frazier, uh, she has her master's in public health. Um, she'll be our first guest. So she has her master's from the, the uh, University of Houston, um, grew up in the Portland metro area and moved around a bit in high school. Um, but she's the founder of, um, she's the founder and president of Sisters in Public Health and she's also she um, is coming out with her own book here shortly. She's an author of a children's yeah. book, and it's a children's book about suicide. So um, I'm really excited to to be able to have her on, especially considering you know we get to have that communication a little bit more about suicide and and you know what it means to her in her life, but also really talk about this book too and we'll get to understand, you know, how she got to, to where she's at now. Um, so we'll really get to understand some of her, her youth and growing up. And, you know, I can't be any more excited.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I, um, we had a pre-interview with her earlier this week and it was the first time I got to meet her over zoom. Um, but, uh, you know, face to face, I guess. And it, she blew me away. I think it'll be a great conversation. And, she brings a lot to the table in terms of where she's been and what she's doing currently today to make the
1: world uh, a better place, honestly. Yeah. So we all have uh, a lot to look forward to. Super excited. And yep. we're really happy that you all get to, to listen to her story now. Yeah. So shorter episode for you guys today. Um, I'm sure some
0: of you appreciate it. Some of you are probably heartbroken. I'm sorry. Yeah. We love you still. Don't worry. Yep. But uh, we look forward to... Um, talking to you guys again in a couple weeks
1: looking forward to it a couple weeks thank you for listening to the we ain't broke podcast i'm one of your co-hosts chase clausen along with my other co-host alex Egan. this podcast is produced by tyler thompson and music is by chris thompson of freaks of the sea If you haven't already, feel free to like, subscribe, follow us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, you name it. We're probably on there. Um, And, yeah, we look forward to you guys continuing to listen to our journey.